There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, did your pet have a weird name? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, this occurred to me this morning because I was reading an article about Danielle Fischel, who recently had a little baby. And uh, congrats. congrats to her. Danielle Fischel, if you're like, what, what's a da- Danielle Fischel? She used to star on uh, the TV show Boy Meets World. And then she now, I don't know if the show's still on, is on the show Girl Meets World, which is the spinoff slash reboot of Boy Meets World. Anyway, she also used to date Lance Bass. Just an FYI. Uh, anyway, uh, she has a unique name for her dog, and I didn't realize that until I was reading a story about her and her sweet little baby where she says, quote, Brunch is used to being the only member of the family, and Brunch thinks that all pictures involve Brunch, should be of Brunch, about Brunch. And I thought to myself, boy, she likes, brunch? she likes food a lot. And then I realized that's the name of her dog. Oh her dog's God. name is a brunch. Oh, it's the cutest little dog. Isn't it's that a little a, wheezy dog. It's so cute. And it's the cutest name for a dog. I brunch. love it. Why would you call it brunch? Why I, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. It's I mean, one of the best but... meals. Uh, so I thought, you know, brunch is a weird name for a dog. Uh, I've got a cat named Meatloaf, which is kind of weird. I feel and he's like named people... after the food. Not after the singer. Yeah. Not that meatloaf. No, he's literally named after the meatloaf we eat. So. Which is kind of bizarre. Like, you want to eat your cat? Well, it is kind of funny when we're having meatloaf for dinner. What are you having for dinner? Meatloaf. meatloaf and then <gasps> are we eating the cat? It's like the joke that goes on and on at our house. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, 651-641-1071. What is your weird animal name? Let's go to Bailey. Oh, sorry, what? No. Let's, Let's go, go to, to Bailey. Bailey. Hello, Bailey. Hi. Bailey, what's your weird animal name? Uh, so my sister's dog, his name is Tupert, uh, so it's like Rupert, but with Toop instead of Rue, so it's Tupert. Tupert. Now, how Tupert, did they come yeah. up with Tupert? I have no idea, just to be quirky. <laughs> okay, so thank you for your call, Bailey. I have to tell you, I thought she said Poopert. I did too, Okay, first. and even when she said it's like Rupert, but with a T, I thought she said P, she so I Poopert. still thought it was Poopert, and I thought, well... I mean, they do that a lot. They do that a lot. Every day. That seems like an accurate name. Uh, Danielle, oh my gosh, Danielle Fischel's on the line? Is is this Danielle Fischel? It's 
No. Okay. No. Danielle. <laughs> That'd be Hi, kind Danielle. Of awesome. I mean, I was just Hi. talking about her dog brunch. Okay, Danielle, what is the name yeah. of your weird pet name? Well, we rescued a 165-pound St. Bernard a few months back, and her name was Echo. And um, everybody would approach her and say, oh, what's his name? So to make everybody uncomfortable, we renamed her uh, Princess Gwendolyn Poopee. Okay, I love that. Princess Gwendolyn (laughs) Poopee. Yes. Who pee is the best part of that? Yes, I know. Sense of royal. I love it. She, she is. So it's, it's fun when guys are like, oh, he's such a big dog. It's like, yes, her name's Princess. <laughs> so do you just call her Princess? When she's being a good dog, yeah. Okay. But when she's in trouble, the Gwendolyn and Poopy come along. I love the Poopy part. Thank you so much, Danielle. And is it Milena? Milena is on the line. Milena, what's your weird animal name? Gouda. Gouda, like the cheese? Yeah, because he's a super fat cat, but he's got short little legs, so he looks like he's just rolling when he walks. Oh. <laughs> like a wheel of cheese. Yeah. That's so cute. Thanks, Milena. I kind of, I have to say, I highly, highly support people naming their animals after foods. Why? Because I love food. I just have a weird thing about calling animals inanimate objects. I don't know why. Like, I think animals should have a proper name. A proper name. Like Princess Poopy. Actually, no, I, we don't, yeah, no, I just like names. We we used to have a coworker who has a dog named Robot, which I thought was adorable. That's what a great name for a dog. Or like, do- you know, people who have pets named like girl or, you know. Boy. I'm just saying like, like really basic things like puppy. Yeah. Or Cat. kitty. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Allie. Hi, Allie. Does your animal have a weird name? Yeah. Well, we have two cats and one of them's name is Sir Kingsley McGovern and the other one's named Cat. Okay. Oh, look at that. So I love this. So which one came first, Sir Kingsley Miss McGovern or Cat? Uh, Sir Kingsley. Okay, I feel like yeah. you used all the good names on yeah, that so one. Yeah, so you're like, oh, well, yeah. I don't know what else. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> That's so great. Liz on the Twitter said Toots Magoo and That's Frederica. Cute. I like that. Toots like Magoo. Toots Magoo. Toots Magoo. So, so I also think, see, the thing about naming an animal, there's the rules that you have, like, certain rules when you name a child, or at least their perceived rules, right? Like, you shouldn't name, you're not supposed to, I shouldn't, I don't want to say shouldn't. Yeah. You're not supposed to give them a nickname that is their legal name, right? You're supposed to give them the long name and then... Tell that to my partner. I'm, I, listen, I disagree with that rule as one who wanted to give my kids just nicknames because yeah. I was like, if that's what we're going to call them anyway, let's just call them that. Anyway, my point is... With animals, there are no rules. I mean, you literally can do whatever you want. Sarah's on the line. Hello, Sarah. Sarah, what is your, uh, what's your weird animal name? Well, they're not weird, but they're food names. I have two cats. One's name is Pickle, and the other one's name is Peanut. Pickle and Peanut. Yes. Okay, I like it. Listen, I'm in support of animals named after food. I love animal food names. I just think it's the cutest thing. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, well, to all the animals with weird names, we salute you Aww. on the Colleen and Bradley show. Chunky monkey butt. 
I feel like that's got to be a name. Somebody's I thought that's got a, a flavor of an ice cream. Chunky monkey. Well, the butt you get part. chunky monkey exactly. butt when you eat a lot of chunky monkey. Okay, I don't want to talk about that anymore. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to talk about Fair Abraham. There's something oh, we all need I'm to come together. I'm very excited, actually. Yeah, we need to all come together. Get your wallets. Okay, we'll explain that after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, everybody, get your wallets out. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We're on a mission. What's our mission, Bradley Trainer? We gotta make it rain on Farrah Abraham. <laughs> get your dollar bills out. Specifically, get is she your stripping? Hundred dollar bills. No, um, actually, I need five thousand dollars. What? Can we come Wait. up with five thousand? Um, what? Why? No. Farah Abraham is selling date night packages on her website. Find out how much she thinks fans will pay for in person time. Okay. What? So we can all go on a date with Farah Abraham. It's really that easy. Now, I don't know about you. I thought this was prostitution. I mean, it sort of sounds like it. I know, right? I mean, I guess technically she's not agreeing to have sex with you, so that's the loophole. But apparently, former teen mom, OG, Fair Abraham, is trying to make a buck any way she can. And she has now sunk to the current level of offering, quote, in-person time with a date with her via her website, which, by the way, is currently down because I think it's been flooded with all of the people wanting a date with her. Now, I, that's what she will have us believe. Oh, she's in high demand. She believes that her fans will dish out $5,000. But now here's what $5,000 gets you. An evening with Farrah Abraham. And all you have to do is plan the evening yourself because she does not have time to come up with something ah. for you. Also, you got to pass a background check. <laughs> oh, Okay. So also, doesn't that sound like prostitution? Yes. Um, and it says, uh, or it said rather, until the website was, uh, it currently on her website, it says, check back soon. We're working to improve your experience. I bet you are. Quote, want to spend some time in person with Farah? Oh, Here's your chance. So $5,000. I feel like we could like split the cost and we could just like go together. I don't like, want to do that. I, I don't want to. Wouldn't you want to like see what it's like? I'd be like, girl, we don't have to do anything. Let's just go to your house. Bradley, you want to pay me to spend some time with that. Oh, come on. No, we've that. Sorry, with her. She's a person. Remember how we interviewed her that one time? And I know. Put a nickel in her. Put five thousand dollars in her. Imagine what she'll say and do. Oh, boy. But you won't be able to actually get your actual questions answered. Our show will be for weeks. We'll have fair Abraham merchandise. (laughs) <laughs> to share with the audience. Okay, I see that you're a little concerned about the price. 5000 is a, a lot. I got sticker shock there. What if I told you we could get a 30-second video of her completely naked for just like 300 Oh, no, I'm sorry, 1500 bucks. 1500 We can get her nude in a video. She would do whatever we wanted in that. I mean, like we... Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, For $300, we'll get a 30-second th- video with, quote, full artistic nudity. No, $1,500 is special. It's a special artistic nude video. Yeah. So I'm saying for $1,500... I want to know what's special. Well, she'll do things. She'll do tricks. So... Okay. Seriously, Clementine? Like cartwheels? Like what kind hey, of like tricks? Pulling a rabbit out of a hat? I just uh, I don't care somewhere. if she's naked. I just want <laughs> her to answer some very important questions. Okay, so well, she she's has not to gonna, do that naked. It, okay. It doesn't sound like 
We're gonna. What else does she have okay, on the fine. menu? Okay, fine. I see okay. that you are still a little I still concerned. Have sticker shock with the fifteen hundred dollars. So thir- for three hundred dollars, as you pointed out, we can just get her thirty seconds on video for full artistic nudity, which I guess is like the legal way of saying like, hubba hubba. I'll do whatever you want, but I'm going to call it artistic. In 30 seconds, I what, mean. What can you do in 30 seconds? Well. I don't know. On video? Uh-huh. I'm not. Okay, I see you're it. still yeah, not I'm sold. Still, I'm How not sold. about for $200, we can get a Snapchat video for 30 seconds? No, why? Why No, because then what am I going to do with that? It goes well, away. Well, she'll be nude. And, and actually, it's described as top artistic nudity. A 30-second snap artistic chat. I don't know what the difference in $100 means, but... Also the term artistic. I feel like it needs some... That means she's not doing anything sexual. She's not doing anything sexual. sexual. She's just standing there artistic with, with boobies out. Is just like boobs and, you know, her fair Abraham. <laughs> uh, okay, I see that you yeah. are still not convinced. I still May I interest that. you in a $100? <laughs> Hundred dollar Snapchat shout out? No, that's totally clothed. No, I don't want to so just be, like, be shouted out. Team Cobra, yeah, hundred no. bucks. Come on, no. I feel like we could do this. No, I feel like no. Okay, no. fine. How about twenty five bucks? Okay, what do I get for twenty five bucks? That's uh, more my budget. A Snapchat. Pay- oh wait, no. Before I even get there, one hundred twenty five bucks. We get boobs. Snapchat boobs. Okay. Okay. I'm. Just, can I just Is say this not the funniest thing ever? It's Both really weird. But can I just tell you yes. guys? I don't know how I know this, but I do know. No, I know how I know this. Everybody knows this. You can, if you want to see her boobs or her full artistic nudity, uh, you don't have to pay anybody. You but can I find feel it for close free. To her, like I want this to feel organic and genuine that she is making a human connection with me. You want and Farrah in this day, ways. you want a what? human Farrah connection with Farrah uh, Authentic and. Which is, that seems like a special on the menu. I'll have the Farrah eight ways. <laughs> no, but I think to Holly's point, you're hoping to have an authentic experience mm. with Farrah. It's kind of like the Olive Garden of trash celebrities. That's actually true. So speaking of that, no, but this is true because I have this moment. So who do we always accuse her of trying to be like? Kim Kardashian. Okay. And not a good Go one. Go with me. Who is food god? Jonathan Chabon. And he is the best friend of Kim Kardashian. And he has a podcast. And who was his first guest? One of his first guests was. Well, his first guest was Kim. Yes. And who is one of his recent guests? Fair Abraham. I feel like she is tiptoeing in that territory. Oh, of course she is. She's, I mean, she's made no bones about that, though. She wants, she thinks she's actually better than Kim. I mean, like morally superior. Has Kim ever worked a program like this? No. But here's what I love about this. You're not getting authenticity. Here's what I love about this. There is a sort of like can do American dream approach. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
to this that I appreciate. Like she yeah. is like, there's an entrepreneurial you want me, spirit. To you're it. gonna pay for it. Like unlike Kim Kardashian, who's trying to be like, I'm artistic boobies. No, honey, boobies. Like she's. Oh. <laughs> Kim Kardashian may be getting a bigger paycheck, admittedly. Yeah. And has a lot more money. But like, if you're not gonna be that. Is there really any harm in charging people for a couple of gazonga shots? I don't think so. And to have a tiered system that allows people to, like, a la carte get what they want, what could be more American than that? The American dream. Our forefathers and foremothers couldn't even dream of what Farrah Abraham is making possible. I tell you, if they only knew... (laughs) If my wow. grandfather, who was in World War II, could look down on us today, I'm sure he'd be quite amused. I, you know, I literally do, actually, when I read stuff like this, think of my grandparents. If I walked over to their house and said to them, Grandma, Papa, I'd like to show you what this celebrity is doing. Uh, and I flipped open my computer. First of all, this would be stunning to them that I would have all this information right at my fingertips via the information superhighway. This woman... Is making a name for herself, and yep. she has a whole menu of things. I honestly, I can. My s- grandfather would literally just sit there and shake his head, like, and he would be jealous I because would, no, let me tell my, you something. He'd be like, "What has this world?" I come feel to? like my grandmother would have a certain amount of respect for yep. Fair Abraham <laughs> because look, our grandparents were horny too. They okay, were horny, I, and it was the I depression. So, like, if they had Snapchat, you better believe Granny was snapping some. Okay. When we come back We're on the, the Colleen and Bradley show, Look at these. I will be the only sane one here. We've got other celebrities behaving badly, and we're going to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. Behaving badly. We are no stranger to them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we have a special name for them. Dubert. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag of D today? Bethany Frankel. Oh, okay. What's okay. Bethany Frankel up to? Well, uh, she's trying to promote her new shapewear line. It's called Skinny Girl. Obviously. Obvi. That's her brand. It's so obvious. So obvious. Um, and in doing so, she used her Instagram uh, and her daughter to help her promote this shapewear. Okay. Uh, there's a photograph of her wearing presumably her Skinny Girl shapewear. Mm-hmm. With a pair of hands situated on her boobs. They're not her hands. They're her nine-year-old daughter's hands. Oh, interesting. Why is her daughter holding her boobs? Precisely. I have all the support I need, she says in her caption, the picture, her nine-year-old daughter holding her boobs. (laughs) That's like supposed to be... What on earth? Advertisement for her shapewear? Apparently... Who, who in their right mind <laughs> allows their nine-year-old to fondle their boobs? I mean, hopefully she wasn't like tweaking her nips. Or well, anything. I don't know what, but I don't care. Like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. your hands don't belong there. Yeah. I don't care who you are. 
also then <laughs> so takes weird. that picture and goes, I'm going to share this. Remember Bethany Frankel? Oh, wait. Yeah, she was the one you remember. Oh, that showed a picture of herself wearing that very same child's pajamas. Yeah, Hello Kitty and pair said, of pajamas. Wasn't it like, look, I'm so skinny. Yeah, and I'm like, fine with that. But her daughter wasn't holding her boobs. I just, like, this is so inappropriate and ridiculous. She also says, hands not included with purchase. <laughs> uh, my daughter won't touch your boobs. Just mine. <laughs> That's- you guys. I mean, do you not think this is crazy? I mean, it just seems really off. Like, I don't, the, of the photos that I would post, I don't know that. And also, how did that photo come about? Quick, grab mommy's boobs. Yeah, we'll take a picture. We're doing a photo shoot. Here, honey, why don't you get behind me and put your hands on my boobs? you're holding my Then one idiot fan said the following. Mom and daughter goals. Uh, (laughs) Um... Really, though? Was that Brielle from The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Come on. That's an interesting family. Mm. Yeah. That was a Minnesota interesting, too. Mm, Interesting. Oh, they're interesting. Yeah, I don't know that I would be letting my nine-year-old squeeze my mammaries. No. 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 (laughs) So what you're saying is that you don't approve. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Have you ever let your daughter squeeze your boobs? No. <laughs> no. Your son? No. Ish. Oh, okay. No. None of them. Do you know, I just want to share with you, though, that when I was a child, um, oh, I geez. remember... Is this the time, or do you need to pay somebody for this story? No, this isn't therapy. I've worked through okay. this years ago. That my grandmother oh, yeah. repeatedly would change with the door wide open. She would also go to the bathroom with the door wide open. And if you were looking for her, you'd be like, Grandma. She'd be like, I'm over here. You'd come around the corner and, whoa, completely new. Uh, that's, that'll leave can, a mark. Can I tell you what effect that has on a young person uh, who's yeah. never seen what the future holds you don't have for to. humanity. You don't have to tell me. Because it's not even like a sexual thing no, or like a it's weird... Like a, whoa, it's like a, whoa, that body's stuff happens, do, what? that stuff does that? And also, do I really want to see my grandmother on the toilet? No. 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 But I have. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. Okay. Sorry, that did get a little personal. It did. It did. That's okay. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I take us... Uh, Away from Bethany Frankel, or did you want to? No, I want to leave Bethany Frankel okay. and, and her, her boobs. boobs and her daughter holding her boobs. Exactly. I have a new viral fitness challenge for you guys. Oh, great. Have you heard of this one? I don't know. It's called. You the... have to tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You should read this my is mind. How this works. I need to know. I don't want to offend anyone. It's. I don't know how you say this. Pound 75 hard or number 75 hard. What? It's the number 75 hard challenge. It is a, quote, new internet trend that promises to transform your life and your body, get this, in just 10 weeks. But it's not for the faint of heart. I think that's what the kids are call a hashtag. Okay. Oh, oh, so is it hashtag? <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to say this. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe it is bound. We'll go with that. <laughs> I just had this realization that that was actually much easier than it needed to be. Hashtag 75. 
<laughs> I legitimately how didn't do know. We, how do we say this? <laughs> it has that pound oh, sign God. in front of it. Pound <laughs> 75 hard? <laughs> Please don't ever bring this up again. And you Thank you. Are like the, of the two of us, the far more social media savvy. <laughs> I love that it was Holly who was like, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like hashtags. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, Have so the pound the- seventy-five hard <laughs> challenge was created by the by somebody named Andy Frazella. Do you know this person? I don't know. I'm probably no. saying her name wrong. It's no. probably <laughs> probably hashtag. hashtag. Anyway, um, so I saw this. Okay. This hashtag seventy-five hard, and I said to myself, "What is this?" Because you know. I am also one of those people that likes to stay on trend and yeah. like I, we, you know, it was first it was intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. then it's paleo. And I mean, then you paleo and you intermittent fasted. You did the no sugar situation. Yeah, you did you've too. Ketoed. Yeah. I mean, we've done we've both. I have not done keto. For oh, the record. OK. I made that up. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, all that stuff. Right. Well, right. this one, the, the <laughs> hashtag 75 hour <laughs> challenge. I'm like, what even is this? Pull it together. I am trying. Apparently, it lasts for seventy-five days, and it involves a strict diet and grueling workout. So I thought to myself, well, "Okay, well, what's the what's the unique thing about this?" So then I went to the rules of the seventy-five hard challenge, and it says the following. And I want you to tell me what's unique about this, okay. or what's you know what you think. Okay. Number one, follow a strict diet. No cheat meals. Okay. For the entire seventy-five days. Now, calorie counting is not essential, but your diet. Here's what you can't eat. Okay. You can't eat chocolate. Okay. No cake. Okay. No soft drinks. Okay. Or alcohol. Okay. You have to work out twice a Wait, day. Wait, hold on. I need to go back. You, the only things that you need to eliminate entirely yeah. are cake. Cake. Soft drinks, alcohol, and chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Work out twice a day for at least 45 minutes with one outdoor session. Okay. You have to drink four liters of water a day. Okay. You have to read 10 pages of nonfiction entrepreneurial books. What? And you have to take progress photos every day. What does the 10 pages of a nonfiction entrepreneurial book have to do with the pound 75 hard? I did just get a call. <laughs> and? Yeah. The caller said that it's just 75 hard. Okay. <laughs> We got there. We got there. It's funny. To me. So, yeah, like, tell me what you think about this challenge that's oh so hard. And by the way, I read this uh, from the Daily Mail, of course, because they love these trends. Right. And it's like, have you tried the 75 hard challenge? This new Internet trend like that should be your key right there. Right. New Internet trend that, by the way, was created by an American entrepreneur. OK. And also requires you to read books. Like what do the what ten? That? What do the ten pages? That's the part where it threw me off. Also, no, that's not true. The other part that threw me off was you don't really need to worry about what you're eating. Yeah, don't worry about counting calories. You just which, need by to the way, not eat cake, chocolate, chocolate, soft drinks, or alcohol. Or yeah. Okay. Does that seem like a very? Doesn't seem hard, first of all. No, I mean, it's basically my entire life, right. so I don't know that that's helping me any, minus the like 10 pages of uh, non fictional. I mean, can you sub in other books? No, you're not allowed to read fiction. Oh, it, is fiction it says, bad for your waistline? Yeah, apparently. 
Okay, this is ridiculous. Isn't um, it? And, and in fact, if you look at one of the people that they um, hold up as like doing the challenge, please look at this woman that is currently on day 25 of the 75 okay. hard challenge, which is literally like um, she looks amazing already, but she talks about how she was tested mentally and physically by doing this workout. Okay, this is ridiculous. Are we that bored? Yeah. I mean, like, literally, uh, as, we are. As humanity, are we that bored? Yeah. Apparently, like, yes. Like, you can't have cheat days, which I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, that means you can't have cake. Ever. 75 days. Like, okay, so goals are great. Turns out, here's the thing. You can set all kinds of goals for you. It's not a challenge. Don't let somebody else set your goals for you. You set your goals for yourself based on you not some arbitrary like you got to read 10 pages of literature well and here's what's frustrating to me like clearly this was developed by somebody who for whom to your point this discipline worked for them yeah now they're trying to monetize that somehow by selling you their success plan we each have our own success plan and sometimes it takes a little trial and error to get there uh, and sometimes you just don't feel like working the plan. Exactly. And that's all okay. Yeah, you are, you are totally, you are not a failure. You're not, anybody that tells you, you have to do something or else. Well, and also, can I also just talk about the, this whole like challenge culture? Because my kids talk like this all the time. Have you tried the blah 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 challenge? And I'm like, not everything needs to be a challenge. Yeah, some things you just have to do. And also, when you make it a challenge, it makes it temporary. It makes it not stick because it's just a challenge. Well, yeah, then it's not permanent. It's not like you're changing the way you live. It's like all you have to do is get through this moment, which those can be helpful on occasion. But if your life is just one, here's what I see a lot of. You do the challenge and then you stop. Right. And then you feel miserable and then you have to like go on another challenge. Well, because what's a challenge? A challenge by by definition is something that will be difficult or challenging. It will challenge you. Yeah. Why do you want to do that forever? You don't. Yeah. You should be able, whatever, whatever is healthy should be something that you're able to do right. for a long period of time. Now, if you have a specific goal in mind, great. Do it. You know, if you want to feel like you're going above and beyond what you normally do, as long as you realize that at some point that's going to end and you're going to need to find a way to live that's equally healthy and beneficial to your life, go for it. You know, like if you're challenging or if you're uh, going on a marathon, if you want to run a marathon, yep. you're going to have to change the way you move and the way you eat. Yep. That's fine. But know that after that, you're not just going to sit on a couch for the rest of your life. Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, look at this. I found another D-bag. Oh. We're going to have a little D-bag double down after this on my Talk 107.1. Oh, look what I found. I know another D-bag. Look at that. We didn't get through all of them. We didn't get through the whole pile of D-bags in the last segment on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, you know what? It's time for a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Double down! <laughs> all right. Jamie Presley. Do you remember her? She's an actress. I don't, actually. How would I know her? Um, how would you know her? I, I remember her from My Name is Earl, but I'm, I don't I don't know. She does some stuff. You would know her if you saw her. Yeah, that here she is. At all. Yeah, here she is. 
Um, but yeah, she's hmm. like one of those people. Like okay. you know her if you saw her. Anyway, she's um, she posted uh, a little you know picture of her with her twelve year old son. His name is Desi. She also has one year old twins named Leo and Lennon. Okay. Um, and uh, she but she posted a picture of her with her twelve year old, and this was her uh, caption with that photo. Okay. <clears throat> Best time ever hanging with my favorite son, Desi. That's right. I said it. I have a favorite son. Although I love all three of my boys with everything I have in me, Des and I have a special bond that no one else will ever match because we've grown up together. Hashtag firstborn. Hashtag I love you. Ooh. That's awkward. Okay. I got big feelings. Now, first of all, listen, people had things to say. Uh, And some people said, I feel sorry for your other boys. This probably makes them feel awful. Uh, This is ridiculous. Literally any therapist would tell you how damaging this is to your other children. But there are other people who were holding this up and basically saying like, yeah, you know, other parents, this is true. Like parents all have favorites and it's nice to see people openly saying it instead of denying it. Um, You know, and then another one says we all have a favorite kid. Some people just don't admit it. Mine is my middle child, a winky face. Oh, my God. Okay, I can I just. This is, to me, one of the frustrations of social media that has led to this culture of people thinking that um, the truer their truth is, the more they need to share it. Now, is it true that Jamie Presley thinks she has a, a favorite child? Probably. Is that information that needs to be shared with the world? No, I don't understand. What's the point of saying that? Like, what are you accomplishing by sharing that information? The only thing I can think of is what she thinks she's accomplishing is like speaking the truth to other people so they can be free to speak their own truth about their favorite child. Who does that benefit? It benefits Nobody. No, I mean, it seems like it would throw a wrench into your family dynamics. Big time. And, you know, listen, and I've heard people say it before because they've said it to me before. Like, you know, you know, you have a favorite child. Everybody has a favorite child. Like, we just don't talk about it. And I'm like, but what is like, is anybody that dumb to think that that's actually true? Because I don't think that that's true. There are people that are that dumb to think that that is true. What I'm saying is, I think I understand what people are saying sometimes when they say that, which is. I might like this child right now a lot as compared to my other children, but, but favorite implies so many, like, it's like when people say they have a best friend, I'm like, what is that? What are you really trying to say? Like, I get it, but I don't. And it seems kind of unnecessary at the, and it, and frankly, at the expense of your other friends slash your other children. Right. So the thing about this, like favorite child mentality is that, um, well, at least in my experience, like, yes, there are times that I feel closer to one child than the other or to other than, you know, rather than the other. And I mean, brief times. I don't mean like months, weeks, years. I mean, like hours, maybe days. Like there are certain times in, in my children's lives that I have felt closer for whatever reason, or that that child has needed me more. Yeah. And I have arrived to them in that moment Uh and been what they needed. Right. But this whole idea of favorites, nothing good comes of it. And I just am disgusted that she said that and said it like almost in that like challenging way of being like, yeah, that's right. I said it when people do that thing where they're like, yeah, I'm I'm telling you the thing no one else is going to tell you because usually it's like there's a reason no one else is telling us this because it's just not nice. And it's probably at the worst, at the least, it's not nice. At the worst, it's harmful. 
It's so, unbelievable. And I literally... That said, I do want you to know that I am my mother's favorite child. Well, that is because you are her only child. Exactly. So that is fine. <laughs> I'm also I mean, her least favorite we, child. We will... Do, yeah, see, look at that. It just and depends on the day. We'll do those things at our house. Like, I, you know, my kids are... We have a sense of humor about it, right? So, like, if one kid does something nice for me, like helps me with something i'll go oh my gosh you're my favorite don't tell the others but the second the next kid walks into the room i'll be like oh you're my favorite don't tell the others they all know that they get that all the time right or i will say to my daughter you are my favorite nine-year-old daughter you keller are my favorite nine-year-old son ollie you're my favorite 12 year old period Mm -hmm. because that's That's, how we do you know but there's no there's nothing to be gained by publicly saying other than like getting the attention of other people like these idiots who are like, you know, I can dig it. Too many people are unwilling to be truthful and say things like this. I also think when you say favorite, it just means one you like better. And what a sad thing that would be to say, like, I like this child the yes. best because that's not the point of being a parent. Right. Like, yeah. that's not. Like, okay, guess what? If I had gr- a group of my friends in a room, I could say, I like you more than I like this person. Mm-hmm. What the heck point is that? I know. It's just You disgusting. just want to be mean? It's so, it's awful. So yeah. anyway, I, she, I, even if I ever was a fan of hers, I am no longer. But Ha-ha. again, I don't even really remember you know what, what she I'm was a, in. I'm a fan of? Um, art. I am. How did you know I was going to talk about Project Dungeon? I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. But I'm a bigger fan of our fans buying tickets to come see us uh, present an auction off our art. Right, Bradley? Yes. Uh, auction off our art. <laughs> Are you just repeating words? Yes. Okay. So here's what you need to do. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword masterpiece. masterpiece. And that's where you can buy your tickets to uh, our Project Down and Dirty art. What are we calling it? Show? Uh, auction? All of it. There's two different types of tickets you can buy. If you get the VIP, what do you get with that, Bradley? The, the biggest uh, difference with the two ticket types is that one allows you a lot of access to your favorite MyTalk 1071 hostesses with the mostesses. Unlike some of the, the projects down and dirty we've done in the past where we're on stage, you don't really get to interact. This one, we're going to be hanging out just with you guys, just mm-hmm. with the VIP folks. It's not like, oh, we're all going to be in a line. Come get your picture taken with us. We'll actually be chatting and hanging out. So that's um, that access is really cool for us and for you. Um, and that's probably the thing that sets that one apart. You also just get to spend more time enjoying um, the artwork and everything. You also get the appetizers. But even the folks with general admission tickets will get uh, access to the heavy appetizers in the cash bar. Yeah, and the very, very strong people who are carrying those heavy appetizers. Yeah. I I still want to know. I asked today what a heavy appetizer was, but they might show us some pictures later so we they, can help describe them. Yes, and they did actually say that they're so good. The food is going to be amazing. Uh, so in order to get those tickets, just go to mytalk1071.com and, uh, and hit up the uh, masterpiece keyword. Also, by the way, all the proceeds of those sales of those tickets, those go all to our charities. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you're alone. No one is watching. What are you eating? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.